Hello, Playdate. This is Don. This is Nick. And I am Ryan. This week we are covering Playdate news. Recent indie releases. And catching me unawares. Uh, Hello. Hello, Ryan. Thank you for listening. Let's get started with a correction real quick. Scenic Crowd Software wrote in, as he does to correct us every episode, and said it was Space Escape (laughs) that he uh, fixed the PDX info on and gave us a workaround and not the jam game. So he did fix a game for us last episode, just not the game that I said he did. Anyway, thanks so much, Steve. So is Scenic Route Software our show fact checker, or is he just the Scenic Route Software fact checker? Because I feel like we usually get stuff wrong about him. <laughs> we got to stop mentioning him and all of his projects <laughs> as of now. Uh, Problem of solved. Which, I, I, I think that brings us to a news and note. Um, a big speaking, one. Speaking of Scenic Route Software, oh, sorry, I'm jumping in here with an ad lib. I saw that there were three Scenic Route Software games up for um, Playdate Community Award nominations. So, you know, congrats on putting out all the games, Scenic Route Software. Well, we're in the nomination period. You can nominate. Yeah, you can nominate. Yes. yes, A few games. Yes. All the catalog games, I think, are eligible, I guess, because they're out this year. But yeah, we'll we'll put a link in the show notes to the awards nomination form. You have until Sunday, December 17th to fill out that form and make your nominations known. Get on it. It's two pages. It's a bunch of different categories. Uh, You can fill out as much or as little as you want. But uh, shout out to GovBubs over on the Playdate Squad Discord. And he's got his hand in everything. But uh, yeah, thanks for putting that together again. Indeed. And if you're listening to this show, it probably means that uh, you have some thoughts. You've played some games. Get over there. Toss your vote in for uh, some nominations. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to we'll have to do our top 10 probably in January. I like to wait till the end of the actual year before doing it. I this uh, the nominations are good through November 30th and on December 1st. Uh, well, already in the first five days of December, some, some big games have come out. So they're not eligible for the play to community awards, which is okay. There's gotta be a cutoff. Yeah. You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully people have yeah. a, a long memory when the next one comes up. Right. Um, I wanted to thank uh, our listeners. People were dropping their hello Playdate Spotify stats in the discord and thank everybody who's listening right now for making this part of your routine throughout the year. But it was cool to see that we had some some uh, people on the Discord who were like our number, I don't know, their top 3% of our listeners or top 2% or whatever. No top 1% in the Discord. So whoever you are, thank you. Probably, uh, we know it's not Ryan, but probably <laughs> Nick, I guess. Or... Do you listen to well, our show, a... Nick? Not, not on Spotify. Um, yeah. Yeah. So whoever I think you it's are. only Spotify users. Right. Yeah, it's Spotify users. But um, yeah, I guess we're on Spotify. So thank you, whoever's listening over there. We appreciate it. And yes. if you're not listening on Spotify, we also appreciate it. Well, if there is a top 1% for a person who listens to half the shows, like just half of a show each time, <laughs> that would be me. Thank you, Ryan, for your support half of the time. <laughs> I didn't know your support was that much, Ryan. <laughs> that means a lot. He's embellishing a little. <laughs> you know. Don't want to make myself look too bad. No, it's fine. 
All right. The podcast adds 10 pounds. So that's fine. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> All right. What's next? Uh, the Playdate Advent Calendar is rolling right now. It started on December 1st. Go to playdate-advent.com. There'll be a link in the show notes. And it is such a cool site. Uh, it's got like a little Playdate on it with like a little game and a little calendar game. And you can uh, use the D-pad to scroll over to whatever day it is. Today's the 5th. And then hit the A button to open your present and see what deal of the day it is. So, so far, there's been five really great deals on really good games and other products. Today, there's a sale on socks, Playdate socks. What? Yeah, from uh, Ledbetter. So, highly recommend giving this a look. Uh, Really cool project that came together. So, again, link in the show notes. Check it every day. That's really neat. Who's putting this together? Uh, His name is Dominic. Let's see if he's got a full name on here. I'm sorry that I'm not familiar with his other works if he's got other stuff, but I know pizza, pizza dev, God, pizza, God dev was also uh, helping out with this. Yeah. There's no and credit on Z- the site. Zanya lasagna as well. Oh, cool. Oh yeah. I see the little Santa play date. That looks like something mm. one of them might be working on. Huh. Give so yourself I could some see. credit guys. Where's, where's the credit line? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think it's midnight Pacific standard time is when it, uh, updates. Hey, look, there we are. Are, is this, oh, it's not even alphabetical order and we're at the top. What the heck? Somebody made a mistake here. Hello, (laughs) Playdate podcast. Join the discord. We appreciate it. Very nice of whoever did this. It's a secret Santa. They need to put their, yeah, they need to sign this thing. Right. (laughs) Cool. Well, awesome job putting this together, uh, mystery developer. Um, very cool. And looks like some other stuff too. Space yeah, Sp- escape stuff. Space Escape, uh, one of Nick's games of the week, a couple of weeks ago, not too long ago, uh, received a 2.0.1 update uh, due to advice from our Discord channel, it says. So nice. they added new sounds, new scoring features, and uh, some different gameplay features um i've not been able to check the uh update out it just came out three days ago but there will be a link in the show notes download it now oh nick did you try it out i've played it yeah um big big improvements really enjoy it and there's a a score summary screen now Mm. which is really helpful so you can uh see how far you've progressed and now i can uh totally uh fight with ryan over how far we get yeah um so so that's exciting uh a lot more audio a bunch of uh audio changes um and the the performance is is a little uh different and i don't know if that was um because my lady might need a reboot or um or what but but there is a, a touch of slowdown that i don't feel was present earlier um but the trade-off would be, you know, all these new scoring and uh, sound advantages, um, which I feel are quite cool. <laughs> so um, you you get uh, scores for near misses uh, if you get near an asteroid without being hit by it huh. and uh, for completing the wormhole. So um, it's pretty neat. And you can change your speed multiplier right out of the gate. So if you want a more challenging experience you can bump up 
speeds uh, to start, uh, which about, I didn't mess around with. Yeah. What about the whole being able to spam the score thing where you hug the top and then you never get hit? Uh, thing that came up in our Discord. Was that problem solved? So uh, the solution there, um, they weren't able to, to change the hitbox in such a way that it would uh, make that less spammable. So the, the trade-off is that you're not able to actually hit the, the warps and you're not uh, able to complete the near misses. So your scores would be uh, much lower than someone who's actually playing the game. And they may have changed the distribution of it, uh, asteroids as well. I didn't. I didn't notice. Yeah, um, I was wondering if they managed to allow them to be distributed up near the top as well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I, I always play it earnestly. So <laughs> I, I was. I was too. And then I got all discouraged when somebody chimed in in the Discord showing that spam, and then I sort of threw my hands up in the air and said, "Well, now all scores are." Are null and void, <laughs> right? All right, no longer. Yeah, we'll have to read with the uh, high score list. All right, you have to yeah. uh, send us your receipt for two point zero point one or mm -hmm. whatever that is. If you want some valid scores in there, all right. Uh, moving right along to uh, Zanya, who shipped out batch number one of cranked number one. And if you recall, their uh, crank number one was limited to 30 copies because that's how many Zanya needs to print out at a time. Um, and so, Ryan, you said cranked number one. Isn't it uncranked? It is uncranked. Did I say cranked? What's wrong with me? You, you said it twice. I was oh I was wondering if this was a different project. <laughs> no, I, I'm just, uh, I my brain isn't working. So uncranked, number one, thank you, Nick, for keeping me straight here, um, is now taking pre-orders for batch number two. So Zanya's not stopping at batch number one. And selfishly, I am really hoping that a bunch more people jump on batch number two because I slept on batch number one. I feel so bad about this. I was knee deep in book campaigning last month. And when I finally pulled my head up uh, and said, hey, Zanya, how about that order? She said, well, uh, hop on that batch number two pre-order. So I did. And let's everybody else hop on there, get another 30 so that she can print out another batch of uncranked number one. Did you guys hop on there? I'm going to put you on blast. I got a digital blast! version. A digital version day one. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, I have not yet. All right. But it'll happen. Batch number two is available, Nick, and everyone else who's listening. Also, uh, my last news and note is to thank everyone for their support of my book project last month. That was just such a memorable experience in my life. Uh, the support was overwhelming, you know, over 2x'd my original funding goal, which I thought was quite a tall order. Um, and I am eagerly awaiting national distribution numbers and funding to roll in. Uh, this is being recorded on December 5th, so not much time has passed since the end of the campaign, but thought I'd give you a little update on what's going on. In the meantime, if you are interested, I'm taking pre-orders on my website, uh, so you can still go to onebiteatatimebook.com, and if you take a look at the pre-order button up top, that'll take you straight to my webpage where you can still pre-order a book. So thank you to everybody for your support. I uh, just, I'm very humbled. Thank you.
Very cool. Congratulations, Ryan. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I guess that calls for another boobity boop 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 since we're moving on to our indie inventory. We got a lot of big games this week, Ryan and Nick. Nick, I'd this... actually I would like Nick to start this off because he has played a little bit of Initial Daydream by James hey. Game Boy. James uh-huh. Game Boy provided us with copies. Thank you so much. But Nick has, has played it a little bit. Can you talk about it, Nick? Uh yes. It's got a beautiful title screen. And <laughs> I have Played a few oh, minutes into that? the, okay. a few minutes into the game, not very far. Um, it it looks really cool. I'm extremely interested in getting further into it, but I haven't pass, had a chance to pass the title screen. <laughs> well, I got past the title screen, Ryan. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I haven't gotten super deep into it yet. Um, That's okay. We got we got plenty of time. It just came out this week. It's uh, $5 right now on Itch. There'll be a link in the show notes. It takes inspiration from NES classics like Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. Uh, it's an old school JRPG. Oh. And it looks like it takes between one and three hours to finish. If you're stuck, you can uh, leave a comment on the Itch page and they'll help you out. There's also a save system, so you can save and continue. But yeah, it looks, looks great. I am looking forward to jumping into that too. Boy, um, they're speaking my language, and when they say Dragon Warrior, mm, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Let me. Uh, I was going to look up how to pronounce the next game. While I do that, I'll move ahead. Um, have you guys seen Detective Face by Subpixel? This one came out of nowhere. Yeah, you posted it in the Discord yesterday, I think. Okay. Um, look, looked very uh, interesting. It looked like it reminded me of the board game Guess Who. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's but in, what it seems to be. Yeah, in playdate form. Um, yeah, you pass and play the playdate. So it's a that's a cool game. idea. Yeah. yeah, and it has little hashtags underneath the faces to, I guess, uh, really narrow it down. Hey, does your person like going to the gym? Uh, yeah, sure. Or no, I don't know. Um, I don't know how many faces are in here. I was looking to see, but there are little pictures and the wallpaper on the itch page. And it looks like it goes up into the twenties. At least there's at least 20 different cards. Oddly enough, I've been playing a lot of guess who on Fortnite lately, and it's pretty fun. And obviously kids know how to pick it up. So I am planning on trying this out with the kids and it looks really smooth. The animations are great. The art's really cool. So interesting game came out of nowhere. It's $8 right now. Detective face. So I'm not familiar with Guess Who. Uh, what is that like? Uh, it's sort of given me reservation. Oh, Lord. Not, uh, what is this? Uh, yeah, <laughs> old man Ryan. Reservation again. dog. Is what? that what it's called? What is the thing called? Reservation. Uh, no, not. Oh my God! I'm thinking my my mind is totally game. scrambled. Uh, Don the. Oh, um, recommendation dog. dog. Recommendation, recommendation dog. Oh my god, I was getting it mixed up with the television show that Candace and I watch. Yeah. Um, anyway, reservation. Reser- no recommendation god, dog. Thank you, <laughs> Chimney. I'll see you guys next episode. All right, I'm out. Okay. Yeah. Um. I. I don't know that it's. Guess. Guess who doesn't really play like recommendation dog. I, I was sort of getting that vibe from like the scrolling faces and you're looking for someone in particular with some particular attributes to them. Uh, yeah. No. The recommendation dog had a really strict 
time aspect to it. And I do see a timer on the screen in here. Yeah. Typically, guess who does not have a time hmm. angle to it? Like, it's like, oh, does your guy have red hair? Uh, no. So then you flip all the people with red hair down on guess who. Oh, that game. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, Ryan. Okay. Ryan had a penny whistle and a hoop. That's all he had until he was 30. <laughs> Don't forget I, the stick and the I, rock. Did I mention I'm very bad at names? Oh, well, don't. This would not be a good game for you. Well, I don't know. It's a detective face. You could just focus on the face part. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Well, if you think this game is like Recommendation Dog or the television show <laughs> Reservation Dogs, please let us know in our Discord. Very different things. All right. A half hour on Detective Face, $8. <laughs> Alan Dang released two games recently for 288 a game called xxoo i did play a little bit of this the idea is you're putting x's and o's on a board there cannot be three consecutive x's or o's and each row or column has to have an equal number of x's and o's so the rub here huh it's like single player tic-tac-toe with uh rules to make it interesting kind of with a little sudoku mixed in for good measure it starts with some characters already on the board, some X's and O's mm-hmm. already there. And the gameplay is real easy. You push A to press to place an O, B to push an X. But if you don't do it the way the game logic thinks you're supposed to do it, it doesn't count it as a win. Does that make <laughs> sense? Like I have played it correctly and I double check, triple check the board. But I guess because I did it in a different configuration than the uh, answer yeah. key, it doesn't count. It didn't, oh, it no. didn't count on there being multiple solutions for a given puzzle. I guess. That's a bummer. Yeah. And it, that happened oh. pretty quick. It was like the second or third puzzle. And so at first I was like, oh, this game's awesome. And then right away I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Don is an out-of-the-box thinker. Maybe. And I uh, suspect that 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 could be addressed in an update you probably just hit on something they didn't expect yeah i i think it could be um it looks like they're having a couple updates for it so uh i'll revisit but and it looks like uh cool. alan dang is uh pretty responsive in the comment section as soon as somebody comments he's commenting right back okay uh, as recently as less than two weeks ago well it just came out this week so i'll hop on it or maybe it came out the week before yeah, we, anyway, week before. I'll get in there and nag them. Cool. Um, the next one is this really called BO48? <laughs> B048. That's what we're going to call it. It's 266. <laughs> it's billiards. I guess it's a, a, a variant of 2048. Bodie 48. I don't know. Anyway, it's like pool. We've. I feel like we've had a lot of these games recently. What was that other one? Bifusion? That's the one. I was hoping one of you would say the name because I sure couldn't remember it. <laughs> well, and then there was that uh, one that sounds like a Rolling Stone song or a Spoon song or something. What was it, Nick? It uh, came out right talking, the, talking about reservation dogs? Res- that- no, it came out right at the at launch. <laughs> it came out at launch. We were trying to get Ryan to play it a couple weeks ago. You shoot a ball and it like makes other balls bigger or smaller. Oh, uh that was one of the indie picks of the week a long time ago and i like two years don't ago. remember the name yeah yes. anyway it's one of those games you shoot a ball and then it does stuff to other balls and 
anyway give it a shot this is a really good episode it's going great <laughs> um from Rinta dev is a joust clone but it's not joust the Ooh. classic arcade game okay it's a clone of joustus from shovel knight Ooh, which is similar to i think some game from final fantasy but also skylanders and crash bandicoot where you would put cards down and then like they have three powers or arrows pointing out of the sides and then you put it next to a card and if like i have two arrows pointing towards the one arrow the two arrows win does that make sense yeah and then you push each other off i don't know there's a bunch of games like this but this is a a spiritual sequel to the uh a spiritual version, an homage <laughs> to the Shovel Knight version. Hmm. Should I just there's stop very, talking? Yes, go There's ahead. a very helpful GIF on the itch page. Yeah. Uh, I would direct folks there. I wouldn't have understood it from <laughs> your description, but this GIF is very good. <laughs> it's uh, right here in the uh, description. It says, yes, this is kind of complicated and poorly explained. It's free. Take it or leave it. They were listening to us? I guess. On the fly. Just updated. <laughs> it's fun. This kind of game is fun. Check it out. It looks like it. Okay. Ginger Beard Man has been very busy. He released prototypes for Playdate, $9. And it looks like he's just going to keep updating it. But every time he adds an, a prototype to this collection of prototypes, the price will go up a dollar. So, yeah, it's a bunch of like little playable prototypes. And there's a nine in there right now or more. Yeah. Bunch of different game types. I don't know. Give it a shot. The one thing I didn't know and didn't like is when I picked it up, each one is a separate app. Oh, so, okay. Uh-huh. There is 13 on there right now. Yes, yeah, so you'll have 13 individual apps on your screen. I was hoping it was like a package deal. Well, I guess you either select it out in the main menu or you select it in the game submenu, huh? You're going to be selected one way or the other. Yeah, I guess so. But that's a lot of scrolling when you're getting down to an older game. Um, but anyway, a lot of cool ideas there. So check that out and hop on now if you want to get it at a good price. Uh, next up is Rota by Professor. Professor, And I don't know. This is this is similar to another game that came out recently, too. You're kind of like it's kind of like Pixel Junk Eden where you're throwing your body around or angry bird star wars is that the game angry bird space where you're kind of using gravity gravitational pull to throw your character further and further but it's crank based and you just stop the crank to let go pretty cool this huh. game looks like it has amazing potential sort of like a an omaze but it's it's not omaze by any stretch of the imagination but lots of circular gameplay uh, but I'm watching these gifts and struggling a little bit to understand how you would do this in a strategic way, because there's often times where this pendulum ball will get catapulted off and it goes hurtling past, you know, whatever was viewable on the screen and then eventually runs into something else. But that just seems like a big luck box. Like there's got to be some str st strategy with this game, right? Like I'm, I'm struggling a little bit with this. Seems like the strategy would be you need to grab the crank and start cranking before you yeah. push your luck. Hmm. Boy, I'm downloading this one. Looks cool. <laughs> yeah, get back to us. Yeah. Uh, 
speaking of cool games, what else we got here? Don't press A to jump. Don't press A to jump by Luke Walls. It's an endless runner, and you can jump, but risk increasing <laughs> your already bad luck. Mm. Ooh, interesting. Yes. So I this one just came out today. I haven't tried it yet, but uh, it's free. It's just straight up free. It looks cool. You're just jumping off a cliff and trying. If you catch birds, then you'll go a little bit further. But certain types of birds will attack you, so you want to try it and avoid them. And there's lightning that strikes that will also uh, damage you. It's got a really unique art style. It's kind of cool looking. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of uh, looks like you're cruising through the rain or something, maybe. It's hard to tell. There's no animated mm-hmm. GIFs. There's just still images. But uh, yeah, it looks kind of like uh minimalist and atmospheric uh but representational you're not just a bunch of uh circles or squares it's like there's some landscape as well interesting yeah this is this is the kind of thing i like to see on the play date just something out of, outside the box yeah so we'll find out more soon and then last up is dynamite by joyrider 3774 um it's a, uh, he does a lot of ports or, um, what are these? Yeah. Ports, right? Did you guys read the description for this? This looks really interesting. Yeah. This it's, is... Go ahead. Go for it. Okay. Uh, it's a puzzle game invite <laughs> invented by Bjorn Carlson and Jonas Norberg a couple of years ago. And he contacted them to make a port for the GP two X handheld. I don't know. I have no what? idea what that is. Nick. That's uh, this uh, Linux-based game-playing system. If I recall, it had uh, the big draw uh, commercially was that you could run a bunch of different emulators on it. Um, so you can load it up with ROMs and play a bunch of different types of games. But then there were also native games for it, unless I'm thinking of something entirely different. Um, no one else knows. I guess we'll have to uh, use the Google machine. Anyway, it is uh, okay. It is it is the thing I was thinking it was. Good job, Nick, and thank, thank you, you for googling for us too. It it was released in November of two thousand five in what? South Korea. Oh, interesting. That's more recent than I expected. Uh, it also said this game in question, Dynamate, uh, was released as licenseware by F one in the UK, but only eleven people discovered the game, according to F one. Oh, gosh! <laughs> so if you want the ultimate hipster experience, download Dynamate. <laughs> it looks fun. I don't know. I downloaded it. You're just sliding stuff around and solving puzzles, but I don't know, it looks cool. I don't know. And we know. I know the Joyrider. His ports are solid, or their ports are solid. It does look really cool. Music was made by Don Skeeto. Ooh, is that your uh, stage name? That's a great. Awesome. That's a great name. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Okay, and then catalog games came out today, and then we're we're done with this section of the game. I have no idea what time we started, so I don't know what we're mm. shooting for here. Nobody um, knows. No one knows. Under the Castle is finally out by Danny Diaz, Z Corbs, Volcano Bites. We've been talking about this one forever. Good golly. Classic rogue game where you'll explore infinite dungeons, vanquishing enemies, gathering orbs, rescuing villagers. Uh, yeah, this one looks awesome. When you move, the enemies move. The graphics are amazing. Downloaded, haven't played, but here we go. Good to go. 
Neat. Cue the next uh, pick of the week. Maybe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really looking forward to trying this one out. By the way, when you started talking about that game, I thought you said it was a bro game. <laughs> bro game. JR <laughs> RPG staple. Bros love RPGs. All right. Next one up, we got four track. Four track. Matt Steft. Matt Stefton. Stefton. Yeah, like it's a four golf. track. It's golf Sefton. in a tank. <laughs> Matt Sefton. This, this looks pretty amazing, too. Matt Sefton is Gingerbeard Man. Is that right? It is. Oh, mixing it up. Unless on I'm us. wrong. I don't know. Unless I'm wrong. <laughs> if I'm wrong, then it's not right. <laughs> All right. Uh, put a note for the next show notes. Next episode. Yes. Uh, Don messed up. Uh, what else Nick, we got here? Nick, have you heard of the X68000? Yeah. Of course you have. <laughs> this concept ori- originated as ball you... and Panzer golf on the X68000. I-, I love that you thought you had him stumped, Doug. And I thought I did. <laughs> it's impossible to stump Nick. I actually played a little bit of this game, and uh, there's like 50 uh, screen tutorial screens before you start playing. But the gameplay is super simple and easy to pick up. So um, I thought it was going to be really difficult and overwhelming. But no, you you shoot a ball out of your tank and then you drive over and pick it up and you shoot it to the next hole and you drive over and pick it up and shoot it to the next hole. And I played it for like one minute before we started recording. It was really fun. So huh. really looking forward to playing more. Nice. Thousands of courses, online scoreboards. The music sounded really good, What I the one minute that I heard. So yeah eight bucks very cool well uh speaking of action games we've got steamed roller by chris campbell coming up next how many moles can you roll uh this one looks like you are a uh steamroller trying to take out those pesky moles it says enjoy 50 levels throughout five different areas and achieve the high score before time runs out so that's another one so mole mania homage oh man don't even get me started i'm i was just telling nick and don that i'm on another mole mania kick right now i love that game so much man this game is actually pretty fun i played it the other day i wish it had a little more i don't know like a little drive i feel like i was just going and killing everything without much motivation hmm you I'm want not... the moles to do you wrong before you run them over huh something yeah so it's three bucks uh f out an f-zero type of clone by drew virus i think we've talked about this one in the past but uh really cool looking futuristic racer it is two dollars on catalog is that is that the lowest price catalog game or maybe joke worth 99 cents i think joke worth 99 cents is the lowest uh and then crank and shoot by a really cool dev is five dollars it's a shooting gallery (laughs) So Hero Shildeno presents. Is that right? Hero Shildeno. Hiroshi. I don't know. I'm really excited yeah. to talk about our next dev because I can pronounce their name. Okay. But uh, I don't know. This game looks very interesting. I cannot tell how to play this at all. So I would love to hear someone's feedback on what this game is like. Crank and shoot $5. Cool. Should we right move on? on? Let's do it. Uh, I think that brings us to boop boop boo our pick of the week from our one and only 
Donathan. Pick of the week is a game called Made in Wired or Playdate by NNNN. And it's a collection of shoot 'em up micro games inspired by WarioWare for the GBA. It was originally released for the PECE, a uh, system that I'm sure Nick is familiar with, in 2003 <laughs> and ported to Windows in 2005. So this Playdate port was based on the DirectX Windows port, and NNN gave us a little bit of background above about the port, so I'm going to read that real quick. Um, he said it's originally... They said, I guess I don't know. It's uh, originally by a rather legendary programmer named Jumpai Ishiki, who originally worked for Compile and has a history of working on a lot of high-quality shoot-em-ups like Evelio and Rolling Gunner. Did I say it right? Ilvelo. Ilvelo. Thank you. Originally, it was released for the obscure handhold, the PECE, but that version seems lost to time. So that's why they ported the DirectX uh, version. Um, but that version didn't run on modern machines. So I thought if I wanted to play it, the only thing I could do was port it. I thought it would be fitting to port to Playdate since it was also a black and white indie handheld. I ended up falling in love with the game, and so I'm very glad I did. After finishing it, I tried to show it to Junpei Ishiki, but as I found out, he sadly passed away two years ago. This is a bittersweet but very special project to me. I think it's a great game. I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, one note is that the game does not run in full in full screen on the Playdate. The original game runs at 60 frames per second, and by limiting the screen size, I was able to maintain 60 frames per second and huh. keep the original uh, tempo of the game. I did make a full screen version, but as the max full screen refresh rate of the play date is 50 frames per second, it threw off the timing of the whole game. Uh, and there's 40 different levels. Hmm. Oh, okay. This is this is a note that I asked. So I went through and started writing down the levels and counting them, and I got to 29 levels, and I finally just asked, hey, how many levels are there? There's 40 different levels, but a couple of those are variations, um, which we'll get to in a little while. So I did want to talk about, since I talked about the uh, screen size, I thought that was just a really cool artistic choice. Like the game runs on just a small screen in the middle of an already tiny Playdate screen. It's roughly the size of the clock, I guess, that shows up on the Playdate screen when it's in rest mode. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was like a cool artistic choice based on a lot of like PS1 games I played. It kind of like reminded me of that kind of uh, aesthetic. Um, but yeah, the idea, uh, go ahead, go for it. Uh, the idea basically of the game is you are playing a vertical shooter, but you have, if you've played any of the WarioWare games, you know, you have about two seconds to figure out what you're supposed to do and <laughs> do it. And yep. if you fail, you lose a point and you have four uh, lives. And once those four lives are gone, it's game over. But if you figure it out and you complete whatever the instruction is in those two or three seconds, you continue to the next screen and it scores you a point. And so the idea on this version is to score as many points as you can. And I think the high score was like 31 or something. It was in the 30s, the high score that uh, NNNN has, has seen achieved. Okay, I'm done talking. What did you guys think about Made and Wired? Well, first of all, 
I feel like there are a couple of really interesting things said by NNNN in that script that you just read uh, that I would love to touch on. So you mentioned the frames per second. Uh, who had any idea that the screen was small because of that? I don't think any of us did. It seems to showcase everything it needs to showcase, even in that smaller area. And I didn't even think about the screen being smaller, but man, does this ever run smoothly? And that makes a lot of sense why it does, because it's cranked up to 50 frames per second on that, or 60 frames per second on that small screen. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes. So, so cool. Such a, an interesting, uh, you know, workaround there. And then uh, I love NNN's personal connection to this and how much he is, uh, they are obviously in love with this game. Um, and I feel like there was something else tossed in here too, that I, I was just like, wow, this is really interesting stuff. I'm st- so glad that you're reading this to us, Don, and that uh, the developer is chiming in on our Discord and sharing this type of information. This is really interesting. Um, in terms of the gameplay itself, um, I thought it ran super, super smoothly. The vast majority of the time, every once in a while when a, something busted apart and there were a bunch of little like swirling bars, um, that kind of slowed my screen down a little bit. But for the most part, it's quite quick. Uh, and I think therein lied my hesitation with the game because I understand it to be this quick hit. You like Don described it perfectly. You've got like two or three seconds to do a thing, whatever that thing is. And there were a number of instances where I felt like I did not know what to do with a thing. Like it would say, get the thing. And so a thing would be coming toward me and I would try to get it, like run all up on it. And then kablowy, I blow up. Like, oh, I guess I was supposed to like shoot it first and then get the thing inside or something. But like instructions are very minimal at the beginning of each micro level that you do. And I guess I wish that there was maybe just a little more explanation or maybe I just need to... I was going to say maybe spend more time with it to like memorize those levels, but that sounds like a lot when there's 40 levels to memorize. I felt like I played this game a significant amount, but with that said, I was still being surprised by levels that would appear. So I guess my, my withhold about it is that it confused me a little bit when I would get to particular <laughs> levels and I would just feel silly because I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And I get most of the time I would understand what that thing to do was after I got blowed up. But uh, yeah, maybe it's just a little too fast for me. What did you think, Nick? Uh, yeah, so this is a game firmly in the WarioWare tradition. Uh, where there's very limited instruction and basically it's a a memorization game. So when you see the instruction, you go, oh yeah, I got to start moving forward or I need to move back or I need to move to the left or I need to shoot. Um, and you only have a couple of seconds to, to deal with it. So uh, as you play the game more, you'll start to learn the, you know, 
the different instructions and and what they mean. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's pretty much the deal. Is the the cure for the confusion that you had is is just to keep playing. Um, as far as my thoughts, uh, yeah, buttery smooth, sixty frames per second. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it plays extremely well, um, very solidly. Uh, the trade-off in the screen size is really no big deal um, because, generally speaking, um, the screen is not completely coated with bullets or anything. It, there are a couple of mini games where that is the case, um, but they are used relatively sparingly. So uh, it's not a situation where you you wish you had you know an extra inch or two to maneuver around. Um, the the big standout for me was the music and i don't know what you all thought about that but um it it was uh just the perfect uh again warrior style of um driving so when you successfully complete one of the micro games it uh has this, this great driving beat that keeps you going and then if you fail um it gives you a slightly less than uh with a slightly slower tempo it's, it sounds like that might be an illusion um just because of the uh the way the music is uh produced but at any rate it is um really well done i very much enjoyed it i only played it uh, maybe six or seven times on normal one and then i started mixing it up and uh, played a bunch on hard mode. And hard mode I found to be very addicting um, because it's extremely punishing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it, once I felt like I understood enough of the uh, normal mode games, I wanted to see uh, if it was possible to complete some of the hard games. I assume it's totally possible to complete them all. But it, it took me... Uh, that same acclimation period that I had with the normal mode um, in going to hard mode. And uh, I just, I really enjoyed my time with this game overall. I, I thought it was uh, really, really well done. So uh, fantastic work, NNNN. And um, it's it's really cool to be able to, to play this game um, that is pretty obscure outside of the playdate. You've really opened it up to uh, a broader world really cool that is very cool agreed yeah i love that we get to play these games that it's i think i mentioned in the discord every week it seems like there's some port of some game we've never heard of on a console no <laughs> one but nick has ever heard of and they would really be lost to time if we weren't coming across them from these devs that are bringing them to life again and it makes me wonder how many other amazing games I've never heard of. And I think about it a lot with uh, mobile games because I play a lot of mobile games. And once Apple changes a rule or something, then the games go away. And then some of my favorite games from 10 years ago, I'll never get to play again. But then they're brought to life. I mean, these games are brought to life 20 years later, 30 years later or more. It's so cool. It's just amazing that there's some longevity given. Um, it's really 
amazing. It's fantastic. So thank you, NNN, for dusting this one off and giving it uh, a prominent spot in our libraries. Um, Nick, you mentioned the music, and I wanted to touch on that. I wish I had the brain power to remember games that have a similar sort of immediate sound. I, I think of Nitrous Oxide, which was uh, sort of a Tempest clone on the PS1 that had a similar type of soundtrack but it wasn't as immediate with the beeping and yeah the soundtrack is perfect like it really gives you a sense of urgency mm -hmm. but but it's sort of understated in a way too like it's busy but uh doesn't get old it's busy but short but doesn't get irritating i don't know you got to hear it i guess to get the feel for it but it's something you would have heard before um in like an action movie maybe at a minimum yeah, I feel like your description there uh, really encapsulates the musical experience in Made and Wired. Uh, it's it's busy, it's very frantic, it does not get old, and it really just I don't I think it's like ninety percent of why I felt so jittery when I was playing yeah. this game. Like it really sets <laughs> yeah. you on edge in a very appropriate way. Like you're trying to get through these. Uh, tasks so quickly and then on top of it you've got this driving you know thousand bpm song behind you and it really does make you feel frantic it's a pretty cool experience i didn't really think about it until nick just said something in WarioWare, the further you get into a stage the better and better you do the faster the music starts to go i think every mm -hmm. 10 levels it increases in tempo did you notice that with this game? Does it do it? No, I believe the the music stays the same. However, I didn't progress far enough to really know for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I you know, I wasn't blasting out, you know, three digit scores or anything. So um yeah. I'm I am curious. Uh if anybody knows, let us know. Well, I think we all made it past ten or fifteen. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. I got to mm -hmm. twenty this morning. Um, and I did not notice any increase in, uh, tempo of the music, if that's of any consolation. Yeah. And I didn't really compare the different modes to see if there was very, you know, if the music very, uh, changed at all. Sorry. I did like, uh, once Nick was like, oh yeah, I think he said something in discord, like, oh, something about hard games or maybe NNN did. I was like, okay, fine, I'll just try hard games out. And there is something addictive about as hard as it is. Instead of trying to get to 20, you're like, I'm begging get to seven. You know, maybe I can mm -hmm. survive yeah. two stages instead of just one stage. Mm -hmm. And even when I was writing down all the game types, I found myself, I was just playing with one hand while I was writing. And in hard mode, I just got lucky with uh whatever modes are coming up and I got to six on hard mode because two of them were just the kind where you could either just move or stay still. Um, yeah, like don't, seemed, the don't shoot modes, I guess. It's, it's true. It seemed like it was a little bit luck of the draw as to like when you would hit a streak of really easy mm -hmm. micro levels and then you're like, Oh, okay. I'm getting a decent score on this one. Whereas so many times before you get the, or at least I felt like I would get these, levels that were as i mentioned a, a little confusing to understand when first presented with or even presented with for the fifth or sixth time <laughs> and uh 
yeah, it was interesting to see how wildly varied my own scores were. Did you guys feel that or did you feel like you were kind of hitting the same types of scores game after game? It it definitely felt like you could end up with an easier set or a harder set. I don't know how they're mm-hmm. selected, if it's random or if there's some sort of method, if they're ranked somehow. But uh, WarioWare is kind of the same. Like sometimes you'll get into the groove or you'll hit a, a run of levels that make more sense to you. This one, I think it's just some of it is you need to play it longer to know what you're doing. And WarioWare is very much like that too. The first time you play, you're gonna you're not going to get as far because you don't know exactly what the game wants from you. And this this is the same way. Some black boxes look different than other black boxes. Uh, sometimes your bullets are basically the same, look the same as their bullets, and your bullets will be overlapping their bullets, so you don't see their bullets. And the next time through, you know, okay, their bullets are going to be overlapping this section of the screen, so I need to move a little so that I can see them coming. I found that with the bosses quite a bit. Uh, you start to learn the patterns and whatnot. So I definitely got better as I went, but I'm not in the, I don't think I made it to 20. I'm definitely not, not in the thirties, but I'm, I maybe made it to like 18 or 19. I'm not sure as far as normal difficulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Consistently challenging. Should we, should we, oh, I'm sorry, Nick, did you have anything else to say? I think I cut you off. Uh, no, um, just, uh, I'll echo what I said before, which is that I really love the game. Thanks for suggesting it, and thanks for developing it. And 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 yeah, cool. thanks for this passion project. This is obviously uh, a labor of love from and 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 and. Whether or not it was my particular cup of tea is really beside <laughs> the point. Uh, thank you for chiming in on our Discord and uh, giving us all that that insider information. That was really cool. Thank you for making this. Yeah, I, I did really appreciate uh, the dev coming in and giving us a little more information. Obviously, we don't you, we don't need that, or we don't want to push anybody to do that. But that was really a nice uh, gift that NNN gave us uh, this time around. So, um, do you guys want to share some listener comments sure. right now? Yeah, okay. looks like Orkin chimed in saying "Made in Wired" is great. Really appreciate NNNN supporting it and bringing the game to my attention. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Agreed. Uh, Clover had to say, "Here are a few Clover tips, just in case." With exception to a few micro games, you can hold down A to shoot, and the tiny two dash square on your ship is your hitbox. Keep that in uh-huh. mind when dodging projectiles. Or needing to clear the enter the gate micro game. I have to look at the gifts to see what that is. Yeah, that is interesting. Cool. That's a good tip. Oh, yeah. You have like a little window, sort of. Right. Um, Oh, the current best score is stage stage 34. Sorry. Uh, Nick, do you want to handle Dino's? Or do you have a screen? (laughs) Sorry. I I do have a screen. Okay. Um, Dino said, uh, found some time to sit down with the game over the weekend. Gave it another blast. The action is high tempo and energetic. Frantic, short bursts of gameplay buffered by periods of respite. It's balanced and exciting. The game stretches your brain in multiple directions, testing your visual perception, sustained attention, and long-term memory. Mastering and memorizing the microgames requires dedication, increasing the replay value. The music is infectious. It reminds me of PlayStation in the 90s, reminiscent of games like Wipeout, which took heavy inspiration from contemporary club culture. 
The beat had me feeling energized on each run, even when it became repetitive. NNNN has described some of the technical challenges in pointing to the playdate. Stretching the visuals to use more of the screen would be a valuable improvement, but I understand there's a complex trade-off with performance in order to achieve this. It's great to see celebrated independent games being ported to new devices for new audiences. It's a fantastic idea. Thanks to NNNN for their hard work here, I certainly wouldn't have seen this title had you not ported it. Thanks also to the original creator, creator Junpei Ishiki, whom NNNN discovered has sadly passed away. This discovery highlights the importance of preservation work, such as porting to new systems, which maintains these creations for future generations and enhances the author's legacy. You're here. Always very uh, thoughtful and astute comments from Dino. Thank you for chiming in, Dean. Uh, Marco Hutchins says, here's my Maiden Wired thoughts for the podcast. I had a good time playing it, and I'm glad it was chosen for pick of the week. But personally, I think I love the concept more than the execution. The music and visuals did not really vibe with me, but the controls and gameplay loop are great. I'm really hoping somebody else develops another WarioWare style game for the play date that has a little more polish and matches my tastes, but I would happily recommend this to anyone with a play date to try it out. Cool. I think there is another WarioWare type game. I'll have to look it up. It came out there, pretty there early There is, on. yeah. Do you remember yeah. what it was called? Uh, it was like uh, demos or experiments or something. Yeah. Um, it, ha- it had a nondescript title. Yeah. Um, I'll have to dig into that. Um, And and then Gamma Goat um, commented, my overall impression of the game, I think the implementation is solid. I like the vector graphics and the music is cool. I found it reasonable to understand what was needed for the most part. However, this style of game is just absolutely not for me. I don't enjoy this rapid short gameplay loop. I can see this appealing to others uh, and them having a great time with it. So yeah, I can see it's a, a polarizing game type and um i like usually i would play game play i would play play date at night like right before i go to bed mm-hmm. this is not <laughs> ideal for uh trying to fall asleep this is not, yeah. <laughs> not a wind yeah. down game huh? right no, yeah. No, 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 no. uh yeah it has its place for sure this but, is uh, your morning cup of coffee type of game <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah anyway Thank you so much again, and there'll be a link in the show notes. So definitely try out Made and Wired. If you don't think it's for you because you haven't played this epic game, maybe it is. Maybe it's um, just what you need certain times of the day. Yes. So thank you, guys. Yeah. Nick, I think you're up next. Do you want to say what game we'll be playing? Yeah, I'm going to try to pronounce this game. Uh, it's called Robotleets, and it's by Demos Games. Demos, um, yeah, that's remember I was needed to look it Demos. up in the middle of the show and we forgot to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so that's the game that came out this week as well. Um, it is three ninety nine, and uh, we had review copies provided. So thanks very much for that, and we will be talking about that in two weeks. Demos will uh, be paid back when we talk about it a lot next week. <laughs> in spite of not talking about it this week and if you want to hop on it it's on sale right now for 2.99 25 so. off nice nice very cool yes. get your deal for pick of the week very cool looking forward to this one mm-hmm. uh, this is also not a fall asleep two game though <laughs> it's a track and field <laughs> game but good picnic good picnic yeah. 
Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, well, should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it. I All think right. so. Thank you so much for listening and for spending some time with us. Uh, you can reach us in the show notes. Uh, we're most active on Discord, but our website is playdatepodcast.com. And you can always email us hello playdatepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Ryan wants us to uh, mention the bingo tip line. If you want to yeah. leave us a voicemail, you don't have, you won't call and like we won't answer the phone. If you want to leave us a voicemail, uh, seven two four bingos one. That's seven two four two four six four six seven one. And the uh, what is it? The country code is plus one. Right? Do it, guys. We want to hear your lovely voices. We've uh, heard your silence as you listen to our show. We've uh, read your words on Discord. Let's hear a little audio. Give Don some editing work to do. Uh, I'm calling in sick that week. But yes, we would love to hear from you. Guys. It's not that hard. To and uh, I've been having technical difficulties for weeks now. And uh, I just want to thank my co-hosts, Ryan and Don, for putting up with me. And uh, everybody, uh, Don was mentioning earlier, uh, who uh, spent a lot of time with us over the past year listening to us uh, misspeak about many different games and mispronounce people's names and just have fun. Um, so thanks very much for listening and for hanging out with us. Indeed. You're here. We'll see you soon. Don't forget to vote or put in your nominations. Go do that right now. And check the advent calendar, and we'll see you soon. Bye.